Hey guys, welcome to the Fuakata Podcast. Brought to you from a deep dark room where I'm trying to get away from the fucking sun. I swear to God, every year we do the same thing. It's like Miami is just landing on the fucking sun. It's so hot. I swear walking, I thought I heard a bird go, fuck! Like, it was just like, it realized how fucking hot it was. Ugh, the sun is just disgusting. I swear, this is like our my winter days. I don't want to go out after this. This is when I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to go out. I don't want to do shit. Because then, like, you're, in nighttime, it's a little bit better. But, like, how much better? You know? Like, not amazingly better. You know? Um, like, it's okay better. <laughs> like, it's still hot. The concrete's still hissing from the sun. Ugh. And everybody comes down here. It's like, oh my god, go to the beach, have a drink, and it's fucking. It's not like that all the time. It's not all bitches. Yeah, y'all bitches. So, hello from Hialeah, Florida, where this shit is just crack a lacking. Um, yeah. So this episode gonna be a mix of different things. Uh, I want to get into some stuff. And uh, review a couple of things. I'll probably go over uh, Megalobox, an anime I was just watching. I just kind of watched through the first season. Uh, Invincible, the first season's done. What do you guys think about it? And uh, what else? Oh, and Bad Batch just came out. And uh, maybe get into a little bit of uh, what the fuck is wrong with the world. A little bit of, uh, you know, uh, don't believe the narrative. We haven't done that in a while. So we'll probably get into that later on in the show. And yeah, it's 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 going to be one of those hot fucking summers, man. Uh, let's see what happens. Stay tuned. Oh man, so okay. So I wrapped up that first season of Invincible. And hopefully you watched it too. Not skip ahead like, I guess, what, seven minutes? Whatever it is. <laughs> and watch, read something else. Listen to something else. Um, but yeah, so Invincible. Um, if you haven't watched it, it's on Amazon. It's based on a comic book from, uh, from Image Comics by Robert Kirkman, Ryan Otley, I think uh, Corey... Walker was the original artist in the first 10 issues. Great series. I was a big fan of this series for many years. I was a subscriber. I dug it. It was just a refreshing new view at superheroes and a superhero world. At times, it had all those great fanboyish qualities I like. You know, um, world building and powers and manipulation of powers and how it would work. But it was great as there was like a adult kind of fucking take on a couple of places you know about stuff so and this kid getting his powers being the son of what would be that world superman the responsibility that yeah it comes with having those powers you know and it was bloody and violent and crazy because that's what really a lot of that crap would entail so I really dug it. I just I, I love the comic book series. So seeing the animated series, first off, let me tell you something. I will say this. 
great fucking voice acting. I think the 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 not only the picking of the cast, but I think the directing of the cast, everything that was involved as far as the acting and everything, spot on. The animation really good, really comparable. I've heard some complaints about the animation, but I feel like a lot of times it's not it's not real complaints. I think people are like waiting for something else and I mean Recently, I've been taking a dive into some anime just because I want to have be more versed. I've been finding interesting stuff here and there. There seems to be an explosion of anime across all these different platforms. Um, and I'm like, dude, there's a lot of bullshit animation in, in, in anime. Um, what people are allowed to get away with. Uh, and not even like computer generated shit. It's like sometimes it's a still frame and they moved it and that's it. And some of you have noticed some some of those kind of actions in Invincible and like giving it shit for it. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, it's still good. And compared to the drawing and the great work by Ryan Oddly and everything else and uh, Corey Walker again. I think it was Corey Walker. Jesus, I'm gonna fucking shit. G Juan, do your research. Um. You know, it, it stays true. It's fucking great. Great story. And uh, now we're at that end, you know. Um, the truth was revealed about Voltrum. Fucking Omni-Man's a dick. Um, but he had his reasons <laughs> for being a dick. It's funny because once you've read the series and watched this, it's just like, oh, shit. Because there's some things that they glossed over that I wonder if they're going to get deeper in going forward. There are a couple of stories that they got into and they, they didn't go full on. Um, it was very fast paced. I have to admit, like, I feel like, I don't know, like where they would be in the story. If any of you guys know, let me know. I feel like they're already on issue 20, 25 for the first season. Like, it's really fast. I mean, and there's some things they jumped ahead on. Some things they brought in earlier. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different bits here and there. So it's like I think that's that's one of the things I was like, all right, cool. Like I really dug that. Um, overall, yeah, man, it's just been a great fucking series. Uh, though again, the violence is out of hand. The ass beating Mark got from his dad, that revelation, seeing the Guardians of the Globe become more of a team. You know, blood spilling blood gets you there, man. I, I, I it's funny because I'm like, there's just so much shit that's gonna happen in the future now that I think this is a great setup. Like, you think this is exciting, dude? It gets way crazier. My favorite bit is the Mahler twins. I think that's really cool. I love the Mahler twins. They're fucking awesome. You're the clone. I'm the clone. Like, I, it's fucking great. And then just overall the jokes and everything. It's just an adult comedy. It's really good. I mean, just the acting and everything. I, I can't tell you enough. Really proud of it. I'm really happy that there's another thing on there. If I had any gripes, I wish there was more image-related content because the comic crossed over and there's parts there that they really touched on and some really cool stuff. And it was integrated into the more image world, like... The funeral scene, you know, I was hoping to see, like, Savage Dragon, Darkhawk, some of the other, like, characters from the universe, like, Youngblood and stuff like that. And when it showed, like, something cool on Amazon's part, I think if Amazon had half a fucking brain, it would approach Image, do some kind of, like, deal with them, like, first, you know, 
dibs on some of the projects and really build something with Image. If they were looking for comic book properties to go after and a company that's cohesive, I think Image is untouched gold. I know Valiant is being run by Hollywood Chinese Studio, Chinese Hollywood Studio, and there's supposed to be stuff in the works. I mean, they had a Ninjak movie and they did that Bloodspot movie, Bloodshot movie, but I don't know. The Bloodshot movie looked like it just cagged ass. I mean, it's just been diesel, man. I don't know. I don't get it anymore. I don't know why. I guess maybe in China they liked his ass, you know? Uh, Marvel has Disney. DC has Warner Brothers. This is your chance. You should get on that, you know? If I was them, I would say, all right, get on that. Netflix, you know, if you're going to throw money at shit, if you're going to throw, like, they're throwing a billion dollars at Lord of the Rings, hey, man, you know... You want a comic book universe that has cohesion and some amazingness. I think that would be kind of cool to do. And maybe it can be animated. The whole thing can be animated and it might be a little bit easier going forward. You know, going into anything. And leads to live live action movies. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be live action. You know, and and you can still work around what's going on and everything else. Um, I can't stress enough the comic books have a different pace but and i think it might be even a better pace i guess or or better more digestible um more breathable than the animated series and i would totally tell you go buy them there should be a way now i mean there was a a time for a while that the books were kind of cheap and you can kind of get the graphic novels for cheap and the other one i don't think that's happening anymore Invisible's kind of hot, so everything went back up to price, maybe at price or a little bit more. But you can still find a lot of that stuff out there online, and I would, I would definitely say it's worth reading 140 plus uh, issues, which was the complete run. 142, 143. You get, you fall in love with everything, you know. If you don't know, like out of the spoiler, you know, like you know, Invincible hooks up with Adam Eve, they get married, they have a kid, there's like all this angle on it, she goes through a couple of changes because of it, there's a while he isn't invincible, there's a whole thing with a brother, there's a bunch of really cool shit coming up, so as a a soap opera and a comic book soap opera that it is, it's gonna get really good going forward, and Alan the Alien plays a huge part, which is uh, Seth Rogen's character, the one-eyed guy that he meets at the moon at the end, and that's gonna be really cool, and just everything that's happening, man, it's really cool, I just wonder if at least Robert Kirkman's characters come out in it, like Sounding Wolfman and uh, Brit and all these other ones, it would be kind of cool to see them in action, and just see uh, Kirkman's universe. Maybe just have Amazon pick his brain on that one. How about that? You know? So, yes. I would definitely, definitely check it out. Great fucking season. Can't wait for season two. I gotta look it up. Invincible on Amazon Prime. Fucking A plus. Thumbs up. Awesomeness. next up on it i've been again like trying to see, uh get my anime going study a little bit more get into a couple of things uh one thing i, I started watching on hulu was Me- megalobox or megaloboxing uh it was actually really good very good kind of animation 
great soundtrack. Uh, it, it just had good energy. Um, it's this great story of it's like a post kind of future cyberpunkish kind of future anime. There's a Mad Max quality at one point, and then it gets into uh, more of a future state kind of thing. And uh, not the script, not Japanese, Japanese per se or anything like that, but I guess uh, uh, Far East in some way. Um, but yeah, great, like kind of really cool, not totally fleshed out, but the way it's presented, it's very lived in. Like it's a used future, you know, that science fiction term. Like the Millennium Falcon is used future. It's like a, it's an old spaceship. So in the future, they have like, you know, they, you can have these skyscrapers are shiny and they're nice. And they also have these slums and people have tech everywhere and like small things. When at the same time, they're trying to eke out an existence. And um, it's really cool. And so they have this sport called Megalo Boxing, where guys are using suits and cybernetics to box each other in a ring. And a guy named Joe comes along. And I think that... It, I, I, they don't get too much into it. But he's actually called Junk Dog for the longest time. Uh, before he becomes Joe. And it's because uh, he doesn't remember who he is. So he just goes by that name. But he's a damn good fighter. And he's a good boxer. And he ends up with his promoter friend. And he's been throwing fights for the longest time. Just to like make ends meet. And he gets tired of like throwing fights and everything else. And one day just starts knocking out fucking dudes. Getting his trainer in trouble. He's in like with the mob. And um, after a while they kind of have a problem with it. But then they find out like you know if they can start boxing. Trying to like qualify for larger ranks. And Joe starts showing off what he can really do. And they end up going for like the main Megalo Cup kind of thing. And from there, he fights various uh, people and each one's like a lesson or something on there and character development as an also a kid named Sachio helping him uh, uh, in there who's a tech whiz. It, it goes really great. It has this cowboy bebop kind of style almost, you know, while having that uh, sports kind of antic to it. Uh, has some really cool heartfelt moments, some really good action, some choice animation. There's some parts there that are really well animated. It's uh, kinetic, frenetic. It's very cool. I, I, I was very pleasantly surprised. It was one of these things I just kind of put on. I thought I was like, eh. Um, it got my juices going creatively about certain projects of my own because of the approaches and the way they were getting it. The soundtrack is really good. It goes from like this kind of glam 80s new rock kind of stuff in one of some parts to like uh, Japanese hip hop. It was very fucking cool. I thought that was like the most interesting thing. The intros, the outros, everything in between, the music they use for it and everything else. And I like that I watched the dub, the first season that was dubbed. I watched that no problem. Um, the all the music, most of the music, I want to say ninety percent of it wasn't dubbed, so it was the original Japanese. They didn't have the translations on it, which kind of sucks. But I could still enjoy it. I thought it was really fucking cool. Um, it, there's some real cool spots and every everywhere on it. Uh, I, I recommend it. Really cool if you're looking for an anime that's like. Uh, adultish not stupid it has its moments there's some parts that are kind of like you know 
childish, I guess you say, but you know, you're humorous. They like work with everything that's going on. And there's some parts that are kind of, I would say predictable and then unpredictable about it. And the approaches of the characters and everything else after a while. Yeah. The, the, the coach is called pops and he's like the grumbly old guy trying to give wisdom to the young boxer and Sachio and everything. But then there's twists in some of the characters and how they approach things and everything else. And the uh, the the characters just overall there's really really cool development overall and everything. Um I watched the first season, really dug it. Started watching the second season. It is not dubbed, it is subbed. I'm like, ah. And I know, I know anime purists right now will shake their head and say, Juan, you bring this honor. But for not liking subs but it's just a bitch for me to be that focused on a tv show a lot of times i'm drawing and doing other things while it's on so that's my boon to pick on season two and i think there's even a movie i think it's two seasons and a movie um i'm not sure i didn't i saw it but i was researching but you know how you don't want to read too much because then it'll ruin the fucking show or tell you like what happens in season two like i want to see it myself but I'm 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 I got it on my like subscription on there, and I'm I'm gonna finish watching it. You know, even if it's subbed, I'll watch it. Fuck it, I'm gonna do what I can. Um, but yeah, I got my fucking uh, noodle. Cause just like I was like, yeah, cause there's some parts there. I had some steampunk comics that I wanted to do for a long time, and I just I think the genre of steampunk pissed me off for a while. It was just like the way it was being used. It just turned into a cartoon of itself as a fucking caricature that after I wanted to get the fuck away from it. And now I'm like, I look at this and how it approached some of the things through storytelling. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I can do that. I can use this. So that was like my take on uh, the series after that. So, yeah, man, I can recommend it. It's on Hulu. Uh, I think they have the first two seasons on there. Uh, or it's the first season. And I don't know if it's all of the second season. I'm not too sure. Uh, so let me let me see what I can do with it now. Uh, and uh, yeah, I can't recommend it enough. So go on Hulu. Get the get 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 to watching Megalobox. Very good anime. And uh, what else was I watching? Oh, yeah. Star Wars Bad Batch. I got I caught that today. Luckily, somebody told me. They were like, oh, there's a new episode. May the 4th be with you uh, was happening. So may the 4th force be with you. Uh, watched like some Star Wars today. I actually watched uh, Rogue One, which is of all the new movies. I'm trying to think. I guess those were Disney. That was Disney. That was a Disney movie. I guess of Disney Star Wars didn't piss me off. So I was like, okay. Now, a little background on this. I did not watch all of Clone Wars. I watched a majority of it. I know what happens. Because, come on, you run a comic book shop, you're surrounded by nerds. They're going to fucking tell you. Uh, You can't be ignorant about it. So I know what happens most of the time and everything. But it was good. My my friend Fawad was was around while I was watching it. So... It's good to have a tour guide and to tell you bits and pieces here and there. But going for, forward, uh, Bad Batch wasn't bad. It was cool. 
I can't say I'm excited. I can't say it really hit me over the head. It was cool setup. You know, the whole idea is these guys are part. It's like the end of the Clone Wars. It starts. The episode starts with the whole Order 66 situation. And it seems that these clones, because of the mutations they have in them, don't really respond to the Order. And they find it wrong. And they're good guys. You know. Essentially. Um, this is also like one of the things that I kind of... First off, everything was terribly predictable in this episode. Um, second, the characters are cookie cutter like characters. I mean, if that was a mutation, that's like leader guy is leader guy. Smart guy is smart guy. Strong guy is strong guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, every the sharpshooter is a dick. You know, the fucking, you know, tech guy is kind of a nerd. And it's just going on and on and on and on. Now, it's a Star Wars universe. I'm a fucking whore for it. I'm, you know, lightsabers and blasters and spaceships. Yay. I'm, just, I'm, I'm here. I'm happy. And it's enjoyable to watch. Um... I think it's very much linked to Rebels and the Clone Wars. It's very much part of the cast system and the Star Wars system that's there. Everything in there, it helps. If you're a fan of that, you're not going to falter with Bad Batch. I think this is just going to be a cool chapter for you to read. But I could never get into it too much because I have this one major problem. And this is what... I And I, I'm like, oh my god, I do have this problem with everything... I kind of watch or read. If I read it in a book, I want it to stay in a book. When I watch it on a film, I'm not happy. This was happened to me with like the Golden Compass and to a certain extent Game of Thrones, even though I enjoyed Game of Thrones. I like Game of Thrones. But I just enjoyed it more as a book. I enjoyed, the only time where it surpassed and I say, wow, I don't mind watching the movies was with like Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. And I'll tell you the truth, like Lord of the Rings, I kind of want to read it more than I want to watch it. But The Hobbit, definitely, I would rather read it than watch it. Now, that being said, I think the movies are fucking glorious. So it's the same thing with, uh, I get it with going the other way, like with Star Trek or Star Wars or even things that might be more comparable like um and and i will say the same thing happens to me with comic books and going to comic book movies like i fucking dug falcon and winter soldier but i'd rather read about them in the avengers or in captain america and and stuff like that i'd rather read that than watch it I, i have this thing about it i can enjoy those things because i'm a nerd and i fucking love it i loved wandavision but I'd rather read Tom King's Vision and then, then watch that. I mean, I think it was more cohesive and I just had more fun and more entertained by the story doing it that way. Um, Transformers, i rather watch animation. I hate the movies. The Michael Bay movies sucked ass, except the Bumblebee. That was pretty good. So I'd rather, you know, watch it bumblebee than the fucking michael bay fucking shit films or i'd rather watch more animation of it even beast wars beast machines has something to it that i could kind of get into 
You know what I'm saying? So I always feel like the origin, Star Trek. I rather watch Star Trek than read it. I've read a couple of Star Trek comics and they're not horrible, but I just felt like, fuck, what am I reading this for? Like, I, so I got that kind of problem sometimes with Star Wars. I, I don't read a lot of Star Wars. I've read a couple of books, uh, the Lila Dawson's Galaxy Edge. I read uh, Free Fall by Alexis Segura. Uh, th- those were really good. I thought they were they were fun. I was surprised they were given to me, and I read them, and I was like, "Oh shit, cool!" Like, I got into characters because of that, and and it's fun to go down the well and get into Star Star Wars that deep, and it's kind of a great universe to really explore. I love the role playing game. I love going through the source books and reading about different worlds and aliens and all that other stuff. Same thing with Star Trek, Stargate. Uh, what else is there? <laughs> like so many things. But I think sometimes when it comes to enjoying it as entertainment, I want the original material and I want it in the original form. I want to see a live action movie or TV show. So I guess that's where I was having a problem with the Bad Batch because it was just like too cartoony, too... It's almost a kid's show. I will dare say that. The way that they present the characters, the way they are... Uh, uh, maybe you know the second episode and i'm gonna keep watching it because i'm a star wars bag so i'm like i'm gay for star wars i'm gonna take it any way possible but if I, I do nitpick with it and it does you know uh give me problems you know about it overall so i would say you know because of that there's some parts that you might go eh but it, it was fun to have on it was fun to watch with some people in the shop here too you know just to get our nerd on and everything else so overall i thought it was pretty good the plot's a little thin and everything else but i want to see where it goes and what does it mean for the star wars universe it seems every time they do any of these kind of shows free it from the mandalorian or any of these forthcoming shows you kind of go hey so you know i i, I want to see how that works so yeah disney plus star wars the bad batch go watch it see what you think I, I, it's it's a it's a B. It's a solid B, B B B minus. But it's good. It's good. It's fun. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so those are some opinions I have on some movies and TV shows. Just uh. What I've been watching and everything else, trying to do the more review thing and get that out there. But I did want to touch upon a little bit more and uh, of things. And uh, my, you know, I used to have this segment called "Beware the At Narrative," and wanted to kind of figure that out. I I feel the basis of "Beware the Narrative" is I think there is a story being told. I always feel there's. Everyone has stories. Everybody has a different story being told. There's a there's a story you're living right now. There's a theme that you're living. A narrative. Alright? And I feel a lot of us fall into a narrative. We go, we're born into a certain household, into a certain family, into a certain culture, into a certain background, into a certain being. We have our own narratives that come out of ourselves how we treat people, how we talk to people, who we love, who we hate. Um, those are the narratives. Those are 
are so many things, but I feel that that's the story being woven either by us or by, you know, and then depending on your faith or what you think, or higher power, if you believe in fate, if you believe in destiny, if you believe in self, you know, empowerment or whatever, there's a story. And I think in the society, especially in a first world society, you know, that we live in, we luckily live in the United States where I can sit here in air conditioning, uh, recording a podcast on my phone and that, you know, like in total comfort, with, uh, which a lot of people wish they could do. And I, and I acknowledge that and say, yeah, that's amazing. That's pretty fucking cool. Um, in that we have to be very wary and and I think you have, you're just alive you have to be wary about it and I and I think in other places they are of the narrative being told to us the narrative that we are living the narrative that we just subscribe to because a lot of us are unwillingly fucking ourselves over and I just say it because there's only so much life that you're gonna get there's so much time that you're gonna have and what you follow what you decide is okay and you think is important needs to be addressed you need to know it and so what i'm getting at is that when i say beware the narrative i always say beware what you're being subscribed to what do you beware what they're telling you to feel we where there's a lot of motherfuckers out there in lab coats and all they're doing is sitting there trying to make figure out ways without you know putting a gun to your head and saying buy this vacuum cleaner to buy that vacuum cleaner Without putting a hot poker in your ass and telling you to buy, you know, a certain toothpaste to buy that toothpaste. And when you think of all this mind power and all this brain power being put forward to get you to just buy fucking garbage to fill your fucking life with things. You got to be very aware of that. You need to be aware of that. There's not essentially nothing evil about it in essence but I think there's just a derangement that happens with people and I say all this because running a store running a business dealing with people on a daily basis you know and to me that's a major part working retail and I'm a daily I see it all the time I see it in customers I have people I just have to deal with just Every little thing. I sometimes sit there and I'm like, what the fuck is going through your head? And I see people that suffer because of what, in essence, they decide to be their story. And what they decide to believe in. And what they decide to support. And a lot of times they're uninformed, uninspired. And just most of the time, very ignorant. And I see the ploys that are happening. And there's so many people. That, yeah, again, like I said, niggas in lab coats are sitting there fucking trying to figure out how to fuck you over. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's motherfuckers just sitting there going, how do I fuck you, you, you over? And I get your money and I get your attention and I can stop you from voting or thinking or reading or living, you know? And just so I can use you for me and what I want. That's what there are people doing. And there's some people unwittingly doing it. And I see it all the time. I see it in little things. Like when people travel and they just take pictures of themselves next to shit. 
Who are you doing that for? Are you doing that to remember or commemorate something? Or are you doing that so you can put it on Facebook and lie to people and say you're having a good time? That you're having something interesting? I see people that take pictures and they go on nature walks and they do this and they do that. And and I'm like, are you doing it for you? Now, if that's truly your thing, you want to go out there and sit under a tree in the sun with basket that's fucking beautiful hey if that's your if that's your thing that's great fucking do it hey more power to you but are you showing that picture to celebrate that and just you know share that with people that you love are you showing that to be like look 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 i'm living life and i'm so great and this is so awesome and that shit isn't bad and i feel people feel that they have to do that i i think it extends everything even with my art i i you know, I sometimes post when I post the uh, sketches and drawings and I had one of my students come through and he came by. We we're just talking shit. And I was flipping through my sketchbook to get something for him. And he goes, oh, man, I didn't see that drawing. You haven't posted it. And I go, no, I don't post all my drawings. I don't. I don't post all my sketches. I have to really like the sketch. And if I had time and the forethought of put my camera to record or something and do the time lapse, then I'll do a time lapse. He's like, oh, man, you should do that time lapse or you should post that. It's like, I don't feel like fucking sharing it. I don't have to prove that I'm drawing all the time. Now, I know I have an audience and I should try to engage with them because that's part of being an artist. But I don't feel like I have to prove myself to be an artist to you and prove myself constantly in front of you guys and prove, look, oh, look at me, I'm a fucking artist. I want you to get it from my work and say, oh, that fucking look cool, Juan. I want to print for 10 bucks or I want to fucking want you to do a sketch cover for 50 bucks for me or hey when you do that comic finish that comic let me get a copy that kind of shit um that's the kind of thing I, I, I think is genuine um people that you know help each other so I think there's just this and and then what's sad is I I find younger people just so wrapped up in it and I sometimes like, and it's funny because again, students of mine, like sometimes they'll be like, oh, you know, it'd be bad because, you know, so-and-so will talk shit. Well, who the fuck is so-and-so? What does she do? Oh, no, because, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, and? No, but she might post something and like, does she fuck it? I'm like, I sit there going, who is this person that can like fuck you over so bad? What do they have on you? What dirt? And it's just like, oh, no, because this and this and that. I'm like, and I always tell people like little things like I remember I learned that when I was in college is the three F's like if they're not feeding you funding you or fucking you I don't have to fucking deal with your shit and I I feel like I should do a whole episode on this to that but that's the kind of idea that I, I, I think is is essential and so live your life for yourself live your own narrative you know, and, and and for your own thinking and everything else. Try to better society and have some mindfulness. But I find this so weird that, you know, at 43 years old, I do not envy the young. I don't envy you. I don't fucking see anything you do or what you're doing with your life or anything and say, oh, shit, that's so fucking cool. I wish I was young again. And I had that. No, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Like I had a great time in the 90s before computers and internet and all that shit. I had a great fucking time. It was awesome. So, I I, I don't... Uh, this is cool. This is just bonus. This is just extra cheese on the top, you know? And uh, 
So just be careful with that. I just think there's a lot of people that are worried about looks and this and that. And that doesn't mean that you don't, you don't, you can't, don't have to care about, you know, fashion or your health or beauty or muscles or going to the gym or superficial shit. Because those superficial things fucking, hey man, I, I wear different t-shirts all the time. I'm always picking out t-shirts. I have a t-shirt collection that's hundreds and hundreds of t-shirts of shit that I really like. Why? Because that's what I fucking subscribe to t-shirts and i really like that shit and that's really cool to me those things i really like enjoy and want to have around so d if you want to have that and i feel great wearing my otaku shirt sometimes or whatever else i feel great wearing my otaku shirt that's what i'm gonna do um that's the kind of thing that i'm okay with and i like all the always that genuine response a genuine thing but it's like sometimes i see people and they're just like going into something or getting into something because that's what's cool or that's the package they have to go into or that's the thing they have to like it's like fuck shut the fuck up don't do that and you know it's the same thing that people will tell you and it goes really bad it can go into a really dark fucking place they tell you who to hate who to fear They'll constantly tell you, you know, be careful about your neighbor and who you're talking to. These fuckers are in the street ready to kill you, motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, dude, I, I, I haven't experienced any of that. Everything's good. Why are you telling me this? Because they want to tell you fucking toothpaste. Because they want you to try crinkle fries. You know what I'm saying? It's like, recognize that. I, I remember being at the airport and there was like CNN on and I'm almost like, can who do I talk to to be like, I'm fucking insulted by this. This is stupid fucking news. I don't want to watch this. I don't feel like I should be exposed to this. You know, like it's like against my religion to watch this shit because it's garbage. It's garbage. And there's the Fox business and all those other ones. Ridiculous. And then I see people that take that. Like, they were Psalms from the Bible. Like, they watch that shit. Like, it's, like, religion. And then I talk to them, and they're just full of fear and lies. You know, that one factual fucking thing. That times that I can just sit there and I'll go to Snopes and be like, no, it's not. No, he isn't. That's not what's going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. And, man, you know. So just be aware that you're being lied to. That there are people manipulating you. That they're don't get mad about it. You don't have to go nuts about it. Well, the best thing you can do is probably ignore it and do your own thing. And if you do give a fuck about something, research it to the fucking nth degree and make sure you're doing right by it. And do that, then allow somebody to put opinions in your head that aren't yours. And next thing you know, you sound like a, one of those fucking parrots. And I see it on both sides of the political aisle, on liberal and conservative, on Republican and Democrat, people that just spout the bullshit rhetoric that they were thrown into. Don't fucking do that. Because it just sounds like, wow, it just doesn't sound like you have your own opinion. And, uh, yeah. So, be aware of the narrative. Be aware of the narrative. And be aware of the narrative. And live your fucking life true to you. And how do you, you know, what you love and what you give a fuck about. And that means you be a selfish dick, by the way. Just me, you know, because you be you, boo-boo, be, it turns into, like, fuck everybody, you first. Don't, don't do that. But, you know, try to get those angles, you know, because uh, that's the only thing I'm really worried about sometimes for people. Yep.
Beware the narrative. Okay, so that was the show. Hopefully you are entertained and you are fulfilled and you felt like you spent the time right listening to my voice. And in that, when you got to this point and you hated everything about it, well then, feel free to email us <laughs> at fwakata.gmail.com and let me know more. Uh, F-W-A-C-A-T-A. Uh, you can also find us on fwagata.com and uh, I'll be I'm still poking around and doing stuff and pushing buttons on the WordPress site. I have to sit there and really concentrate. I'm so busy with Goblin's High stuff. It's it's been ridiculous. I also have uh, my Comics Exposure Vampirilla covers in. I got a post about it and so you guys can if you guys want you can purchase it from me for 20 bucks and I will ship it to you guys. Uh, what else do I have? I can't, commissions are kind of open. I have a bunch of freelance I got to finish. I'm working on a couple of new comics. I will be posting new stuff on Patreon soon because I got a c- good couple of exclusive things that I want to do and talk about and put together for, for it. So go to patreon.com forward slash Fuakata. If you want to support the podcast and support the artwork, Go there, you know, subscribe for a buck a month, a buck. Come on, you know, like if you're enjoying this, all I'm asking, can I get a dollar? And uh, hopefully I'll start posting some comic stuff there. There might be some exclusive uh, comic stuff that I would be doing weekly on there. Hopefully, I don't know. I'm going to see. I'm going to see. I'm talking out of my ass. I shouldn't do that. And uh, I got Tommy being lettered. I just posted something on the blog at fogata.com. So there's plenty of stuff, man. So check those out. Let me know what you think. I want to get back to Sunday Fun Day. I ended up doing like a Tuesday thing and just said, fuck it. I'll just post it there because I haven't posted in a while. And now I'm doing the podcast. So that should all be good. And uh, hopefully get some stuff up. I got to travel this weekend. I got some stuff coming on. I will be doing the claim sale on Thursday on the Goblin Sized uh, Facebook page. So tune in then, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, yeah. Uh, so thanks a lot, guys. If you enjoy the show, let me know. If you enjoy the reviews, enjoy everything else. I'm getting some good responses. The numbers are up. But I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear people tell me like, Hey, Juan, when you said this, that's not cool. Or, hey, what about that? How come you didn't talk about this? Did you not watch it? Something. I like the, the back and forth. Numbers are nice. You know, even for the advertising and everything helps out. But uh, I like to talk to people. I like to know what they're thinking. Bad or good. It's good or bad. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I'll see you guys next week. Be good. <laughs>